This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't.
Well, that's it. After Michael Munro covering the MC5's Kick Out the Champs, there is nowhere else to go. Today's show cannot get any better. So, until Sunday, take it easy. All right, in actual fact, things can get better. No offence, Michael. Even though Uncle Arm here, ready once again to help you exit the working week, even though it was only a short one, and into the weekend. Now, award ceremonies are normally big corporate doodles that generally slap musicians on the back, thank them for making everyone but the band in question shed loads of cash. Of course, there are exceptions to the rule. Pure Rock Awards, which is returning this year after taking 2017 off, is the first that springs to mind. Well, another can be added to the exception list in the shape and form of the Viva Rock Awards that was held just before Easter up at the Islington Academy. Issue 1 of said magazine hit the newspaper stands back in October 2010, which to me doesn't sound very long, but clearly it is nearly eight years ago. Now, I'm not going to bother you with who won what. I'm sure Fever Rock website will help you out in that department. What I'm going to do is play you choice cuts from the bands that interspersed the aforementioned awards. Uh, there was a house band, a.k.a. Viva Rockers, that comprised of Paul Angel Rooney and I think Harrison Cole, Stuart Ace, Gavin J, Slim and most definitely Dave Ruffy. Up first was TV Smith. <laughs> Well, as the night's compare, Ginger Wildheart had also been cajoled into playing a short set comprising of a few tracks, mainly from his latest country chinsed album, Ghost in a Tanglewood. He did, however, play a song from the Year of the Fan Club album called No One Smiled at Me Today, which is about LA. Coincidentally, at the exact moment he started playing it, I got a text from my daughter saying that she'd landed safely in LA. Thank And 
smiled on me today. always loved the professionals more than the bands that originally spawned them so i was well pleased that they had been added to the bill sadly bassist paul myers couldn't make it so his place was filled by toshi from hey hello
One thing you can say about punk rock community is that everybody is accepted. No one is discriminated against and everyone is taken for who they are without question. So when Shaking Stephen strolls out to sing with the Vivla Rockers, he is welcomed with open arms with much cheering. I mean, let's be honest here, although he had hits in the early 80s, without rock and roll, there wouldn't be any of the guitar-based music that we listen to today. After Shaky, it was Michael Monroe, who you heard at the top of today's show. But he didn't just play the one song. As he kicked things off with probably the most covered Hanoi Rocks tune of all time, Taxi Driver.
Next, it was the legend that is Charlie Harper, who arrived on stage, can a beer in hand, to remind us, as if we need reminding, why he is so highly regarded, with him treating us to two UK subs classics in the shape and form of CID and Stranglehold. Please welcome stage, on stage, the one and only legendary Mr Charlie Harper from i 
Ginger returned, but with bass in hand, to rip through a Motorhead's Ace of Spades along with Tommy Ray Brown, the widow of James Brown. Yeah, that's right. That James Brown. Unfortunately, she missed her cue more times than England missed penalties. And I'm sure, although I could be wrong, she had the lyrics written on the palm of her hand. Great voice, though. Uh, two bass guitars. Oh, beautiful. Take it away, boys. Headlining the whole shebang were the damned. Well, all but Pinch and Paul Gray, who were stateside. Playing bass was long-time bass roadie John Priestley, as I predicted. Uh, playing drums was Dave Ruffy, which meant at that point in time, Henry Rollins, in his utilian bunker, was having an orgasm from which he will never recover. I think John will be the first to admit he's no Paul Gray. However... He fitted in perfectly. And when there was a technical issue, he proceeded to reel out the bass line to what? Much to Captain's glee.
Well, that's your lot from me until 9am Sunday morning, where I most probably will be playing, amongst others, studio tracks by Michael Munro, Smack, Smash Fashion, Kurt Baker, The Unholy Preachers, Pink, More Kicks, The Herd, The Exploding Boys, and Rat Scabies. Until then, take it easy. Boy!